Praise God. Praise God. While you're standing tonight, I'm going to read uh, a portion of one verse, and then I'm going to go into a little bit here, if I may. It's found in Genesis chapter number 3. Genesis chapter number 3 and verse number 1. Praise God. First portion of that verse, and I just want to make a point, okay? Genesis chapter number 3 and verse number 1. It says, Now the serpent, everybody say the serpent, was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. Praise God. I'm going to read that again, that portion anyway. Now the serpent was more subtle. Everybody say subtle. Crafty, shrewd, that type of thing. The serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Jesus' name. Praise God. You can be seated. Yes. God is good. He's on the throne. He is. There's no question about it. Um, this past week, uh, there was a couple of dots that kind of came together for me, and I'm not talking about the candy. I'm talking about the... Actually, I'm talking about just kind of... I begin to see something that I that I, I'd contemplated over the years, but um, it just kind of made sense. And I'm going to try to try to bring that to you here for just the next few minutes in Jesus' name. We're, we're living in a time when, when you know, we just really need to have that close connection with God. And, uh, you know, that is available. There's no question about it. You and I can have just an, 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 an incredible relationship with God. It doesn't make any difference how dark and how tough things are getting, we can still have an incredible relationship with God. Amen. 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 We can. And um, I think part of uh, uh, the substantiating uh, aspect of that is realizing what we're up against and understanding that um, these things aren't going to change. They're, it's just going to kind of come at us from different angles. And so, you know, realizing that, I think, sometimes can really, really begin to help us in Jesus' name. Um, I want you to turn with me to the book of Acts. Book of Acts, chapter number 16. I'm personally right now having a, a lot of difficulty. My ear is just absolutely plugged. It sounds like that I'm in the bottom of a pool preaching to you right now. I know, I know. I've learned not to pay that much attention to that anymore, okay? So that's kind of where I'm at right now. So if I seem a little bit out of sorts a little bit, that's what it is. But um, God is, he's a healer of ears, isn't he? He is, and he'll do that in Jesus' name. But Acts chapter number 16, and this is what really kind of began the thought to me. The Bible says in chapter number 16 and verse 14, it says, And a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple, of the city of Thyatira, which worshipped God, everybody say she worshipped God, heard us, it says, whose heart the Lord opened, that she attended unto the things which were spoken by Paul. Isn't that good news? Never forget there are people out there who want this and will hear it, and we'll adhere to it in Jesus' name. Praise God. We, we, we have one of those testimonies tonight. They that gladly received his word 
were baptized. Praise God. And so he's going to get baptized tonight after this service in Jesus' name. Come on, never forget that. There are people who are going to hear it, and they're going to do it in Jesus' name. And the neat thing about it, it usually spreads. Look at verse number 15. The scripture says, and when she was baptized and her household. Do you see that? I don't know how many kids she had. I don't know what, you know, what's, what her situation was. But everybody got baptized. The Bible says she besought us, saying, if you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house and abide there. And she constrained us. She said, you guys hang around for a while. I like what you guys are saying. We're going to do some Bible study, and God's going to help us to grow. Can somebody say amen? amen? Okay, now verse 16 comes along. And the Bible says, and it came to pass... As we went to prayer, that a certain damsel, possessed with a spirit of divination, met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High, God, which shew unto us the way of salvation. And the Bible says in verse 18, And this did she many days, but Paul, being grieved, Man, he got disturbed by this. Turned and said unto the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out of her that very hour, there that same hour, praise God. And so we see that there was a spirit that was possessing this woman, and it might have been one that people could see, and it might have been one that, that they couldn't. But um, I don't know if you're aware of this, and I've studied this uh, many times, but the word divination, I always kind of, that, that kind of puzzled me, you know, because when you look that up in the Greek, the Greek word for divination there is literally P-O-O. -O. Yeah, that's what, it, that's what it says. And actually what the word is in our English language is the word means python. That's what the word literally means. And if you study into this historical time and place and that type of thing, you're going to find with good reason. Is because that's one of the things that those people worshipped. That was an idol that they had, a python. Now, I don't know about you, but I hate snakes. I don't like them. Amen. I just don't. And as a kid, I play with them, you know, and that type of thing. But I, I just, snakes, I just never cared much for them. And one of the things that we think of when we think of snakes um, is like a rattlesnake. Cottonmouth, you know, water moccasin, venomous snakes. That's what we think of, and, and rightly so. Did I say that right? Okay, well, you, did you, everybody know what I said? Okay, then we don't have to discuss it. But, <laughs> but the bottom line is that's usually what we think of. And probably many of you guys out in the field and stuff like that, you probably encounter snakes like that. I'm not going to say on a regular basis, but on a, you know, from time to time. And I'm sure that even after knowing that they're out there and that type of thing, I'm sure that you are very, very, very cautious. I would. You and I are anyway, okay? <laughs> Amen. But, you know, again, this is what we think of. When we think of, a, you know, a, a dangerous snake, we think of somebody, a snake that, that can bite you and, and um, cause some tremendous harm, praise God. I'll never forget, I was only in Gillette for about two years, I think it was, and being in a music store, I got to know a musician, and um, 
uh, I can't remember what his first name was, but nevertheless, um, I got word about oh, several months later that he had died. And it was unusual because what had happened was I got the full story from somebody else is that in his house, he had, um, what do you call those fish tanks? Those kind of things. And in that fish tank, he had a rattlesnake. And what I'd found out is he came home one night and he was intoxicated. And for some reason, he wanted to play with that snake. And he stuck his hand, literally stuck his hand into that. And because of the intoxication, he missed. And the snake didn't. And unfortunately, you know, um, uh, because of the, the blood type that he was and, and, and some of the condition that he was in, by the time the, um, the ambulance got there, and it wasn't real long, he was unresponsive. And he ended up dying. And I just thought to myself, wow, that's, that never has ceased to amaze me, praise God, how some people can play with that kind of thing. And I'm sure I'm talking to people tonight that you you'd never do that. You'd say, there's no way I would let something like that in my home, and, and it's dangerous, and I'm not going to allow that to happen. Can the sane people say amen? amen? All right, okay. But this is not what we're talking about here, folks. This is not the kind of snake that we're talking about. Now, I don't know much about pythons. Whatever I know, I've had to look up on on um, uh, Facebook or whatever, some of those places. And, and, but one of the things that I've discovered about pythons is one of the characteristics that they have is they are masters of camouflage. That's what they do. They hide, you know. And they don't bite people. I mean, they don't bite people with venom and, and, and can kill people that way. What they normally do is they wrap themselves around their prey. And literally what they will do is they will squeeze the life out of them. That's what happens. And that's how, they, that's how they tend to their victims. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because I believe that's the kind of spirit that some of us are dealing with. If you were to ask me about a, a characteristic that's kind of conducive amongst us, one of the things I would tell you is that, man, I, I deal with or I'm talking to a lot of people who are just absolutely exhausted. It just seems like the week is never long enough. It seems like we got too many things going on. It just seems like there's a lot of situations, you know, that are in everybody's life. Come on, can somebody who's honest say amen? Amen. amen. And so I believe that a lot of times this is what's happening to us, that something can come into our lives. Now, I'm not trying to give anybody bad dreams here, but I'm just trying to make a point, praise God, that, you know, the first mention of Satan in the Bible? Come on, I don't think we should just kind of let that one slide under the, the carpet. I think we ought to take notice. Amen. That when he was going to tempt Adam and Eve, that he disguised himself as a... Yeah. Amen. And so you and I must recognize that, you know, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers, the rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. And I believe from time to time, disguised as something else or whatever the case is, you know, and I believe that's exactly what this woman was doing. She was disguising herself. But you've got to understand, she might have been able to keep what she was dealing with, you know, from just the average Joe walking down the street. But she ran smack dab into an apostolic. 
She ran into somebody who was not only baptized in Jesus' name like you're going to be tonight, but this man was filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And I believe anybody and everybody who is filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost can operate under something called the gifts of the Spirit. And it might have taken him a day or two. I don't know, you know. But after a while, Paul discerned what was going on. Amen. And I'm going to tell you something, folks. That's what I'm expecting to happen here tonight. Again, I'm not here to give anybody bad dreams. I'm not here to say that, boy, you just better watch it. You better lock your, well, you better lock your doors. But I'm just saying, you know, uh, you, you, you want to be careful. I'm not trying to, to, to add any, uh, you know, burden to your life. But I am telling you, folks, that we're living in a day and age where people are getting everything squeezed out of them. And I believe we as a church need to take authority over that kind of thing. Now, come on. I don't intend on preaching very long tonight because I believe, I believe that God wants to do this. I believe that God wants to give you sharp discernment, praise God. And when some situations that maybe are disguised as something good want to begin to put the squeeze on you, I believe God's going to not only give you wisdom, but God's going to give you strength. He's going to give you know-how, and he's going to give you boldness in the name of Jesus, and you're going to be able to take authority over these things in the name of Jesus. Now, I'm telling you the truth. This is what God wants to do. Come with me in for just a, just a couple of minutes more. Uh, look at the book of Daniel. And the book of Daniel, of course, is a, a, very, a, a big prophetic book. I mean, you read the book of Daniel, and you know that things are happening, and, and, and so on and so forth. And I mean to tell you, it's just, you know, it, there's a lot of stuff that happens in the book of Daniel. But I want to show you something here in the seventh chapter, if I can get there. Seventh chapter of the book of Daniel, and this, of course, is in the midst of, of prophecy in the name of Jesus. And I want to show you this. Look at, look at uh, chapter number seven and verse 21. Bible says there, it says, I beheld, and the same horn made war with the saints and prevailed against them. There's a similar situation that happens in the book of the Revelation. Well, the Bible says, until the Ancient of Days came and judgment was given to the saints of the Most High. And the time came that the saints possess the kingdom. Hallelujah. And the scripture says in verse 20, 23 there, it says, Thus he said, The fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon the earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms, and shall devour the whole earth, and shall tread it down and break it in pieces. I, I think we can see some evidences of that, that happening around us, praise God. Um, uh, the man who did some teaching at a, at a seminar that I was at this week, he mentioned the fact that a lot of times when we think of godlessness, we think of communism, don't we? Communism. And communism, no doubt, in history and in our recent history, has had a tremendous influence in the world. But what communism does, and that's why it's a little bit different right now, is communism usually takes over one country at a time. That's what they'll do. They'll concentrate on one area, praise God. And so I don't think we're really dealing with the spirit of communism as much as we're dealing with the spirit of Antichrist. That's what we're dealing with, praise God. And we're seeing all kinds of things come up in our nation that are challenging the things of God. Can you say amen? Yeah. 
And I'm telling you stuff, good folks like yourself who want to come to church, who want to worship the Lord, who want to have a peaceful life, sometimes you find yourself having things squeezed out of you, don't you? Well, come on, isn't it good news to know that the Lord can help us with this? Come on, I believe that God can give us a spirit of identification. I'm not talking about chasing devils, folks. That's not what I'm trying to get across here tonight. I'm talking about recognizing some things in our life that you and I can begin to take authority over by the help and by the grace of Almighty God. And we can begin to call a spade a spade. And we can begin to take authority over that stuff in the name of Jesus. Now, come on, I'm telling you, this is exactly what God wants to do. Because during this time, when the whole earth is being affected, and folks, that's exactly what's going on right now. This whole earth, there's no place on this earth, praise God, that isn't being affected by what's going on. And I'm not telling you that Jesus will be back by the end of the week and all of that kind of business, although he could. I mean, I'm not here to say that he can't, but I'm just here to say, folks, I believe we are living in days that you and I, we need to recognize what we're up against. We need to understand, praise God, that there are some things that we, you know, that we expect. You go out into the open areas of this, of this uh, area out here and on a hot day, man, a good chance that you're going to run into a rattlesnake. And you and I, most of us, we have the good sense to, you know, to, to back off and just let that critter go its own way, praise God, you know. But I'm talking about in the spirit, praise God. And I'm talking about folks that got families and stuff like that, that you can protect your home, that you can begin to anoint these places and these areas, praise God, and you can begin to proclaim and you can begin to plead the blood of Jesus Christ. And I believe there's things that, that, that are going to have to let go in Jesus' name. And you're not only going to feel relief, but I believe that you're going to begin to get wisdom and understanding in the things of the Lord in Jesus' name. Because this is what I feel like is characteristic of the time that you and I live in. The Bible says in verse 24, it says, And the ten horns out of this, out of this kingdom are ten kings that shall arise, and another shall rise after them. And he shall be diverse from the first, and he shall subdue three kings. Now, I... I'm not going to pretend tonight to tell you that I understand all that's being said there. I just understand that this is last day prophecy. This is dealing with the kingdom of God, the nation of Israel, and all kinds of things like that in the last days. And the scripture says in verse 25, this is what I want you to see. And this is what we're going to pray against tonight in Jesus' name. And he shall speak great words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High and think to change times and laws and they shall be given unto his hand until a time and times and the dividing times. I have some, some particular understanding and beliefs of that right now, but that's not what I want to get into tonight what I want to get into tonight praise God is how many here have been feeling just a little bit wore out here lately now come on I want you to understand praise God there might be a python nearby there might be a spirit praise God that's trying to squeeze some things out of you and I'm not talking about just getting at you you know in particular I'm talking about the things around you in Jesus name because as I said, a python, it doesn't bite its prey to try to kill, to kill it or anything like that. What it does is it literally wraps itself around it and it begins to squeeze the life out of them in Jesus' name. And so tonight, praise God, I'm hoping with the, with, with the help of God and with the word of the Lord, praise God. Now listen to me, folks. I, I, this thought occurred to me as in, in, when we were uh, looking at the Bible study today. 
you know, uh, there's some portions of Scripture that some folks, for whatever reason, feel like shouldn't be in there, and, and they've taken upon themselves to take stuff out of the Bible. Uh, I was telling the group, one of the groups today, I was saying, I remember teaching a Bible study over at the Warlow Apartments, and I remember we were reading the scriptures, and I was reading out of my King James Version Bible. And I'll never forget, there was like six or eight people that were in the room, and I was teaching the Bible study. And all of a sudden, I looked up, and, I, and there was a couple of them that were looking at me very strange. And I thought, well, I better deal with this. And so I stopped, and I said, what's wrong? And they looked at me, and they said, well, Pastor, we want you to understand that's not in our Bible. And I said, well, let me see. And they showed me, and it wasn't in their Bible. And they looked at me and they said, well, what should we do? I said, you want to know what I would do? I said, I'd get rid of that Bible. I said, because we don't want to be living in a time where we're taking things out of the Word of God. I believe we're living in a time when we need to be taking the things of God in the Word seriously, and we need to be exercising them in the name of Jesus. Come on, is anybody with me in Jesus' name? Come on. And one of those portions of Scripture is found in the book of Mark. Look at this, and I, I, probably many of you know this, but Mark chapter number 16. This is the scripture that I got to, but I didn't get to this morning, okay? Well, I'm getting to it now. Amen. And there are some people that would have you to believe that this portion of scripture shouldn't be in the Bible. And I'm going to tell you something, folks. I'm one of those that are in the firm belief that it needs to be in the Bible, and it needs to, in the name of Jesus, be exercised in every apostolic's life in Jesus' name. Come on, the Bible says, Jesus said, in verse number 15, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Somebody say amen. Come on, let's keep doing that. Let's not get wore out to the fact, to the point to where we can't be teaching and we can't be reaching for people with this gospel message. Can you say amen? Come on, the Bible says then in verse 16, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. Come on, I believe that. That's not my words. That's the words of Jesus Christ. I'm not here to condemn people with that message. I'm here to inform people with that message. It was one of those that I pulled out of Scripture, believe it or not, that said, Hey, you better take being baptized very serious. Amen. And so the Bible says after that, in verse number 17, Jesus said, I believe it was Jesus, he said, these signs shall follow them that believe. Come on, can I have the hands of all the believers? Yes. Come on, folks, that's, uh, that's good. Come on, we're believers. We can exercise some things. The scripture says, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. Can somebody say amen? Come on, folks, this is what God gave us authority over. Come on, whether it be a python, whether it be whatever kind of spirit it is, I believe that God has given us dominion in this world over the demonic world in Jesus' name. And so he said these signs, these are signs, praise God, that are supposed to be evident in Jesus' name. And then he said, you shall speak with new tongues, praise God. I'm not afraid to tell people that I've spoken other tongues. I don't worship the tongues. I don't sit here and say that, you know, the tongues that I speak is higher than the God that I serve. But folks, I'm glad that I had a sign that without a shadow of a doubt, I know that I got filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Now listen to me, folks. There are pythons that are getting a hold of some of these denominal churches that are literally squeezing the doctrine out of them. That's what's happening. 
And don't you think that, that they're going to try to leave us alone too? There's many of you, you've been challenged in this area. I know that you have. And I'm not here to be unsympathetic to your plight. But I'm here to tell you, you and I, we need to take authority over that mess. We need to say in the name of Jesus, that's not going to happen in my house. We're going to continue to believe you, God. We're going to continue to exercise these things. We're going to continue to believe that these signs shall follow them that believe in the name of Jesus. Come on, folks, I believe that's what God wants to do. Let's go down the list here a little bit. It says, ye shall speak with new tongues. Look at verse number 18. You shall take up. Come on, folks. Again, I'm not talking about putting wooden boxes under our chairs and exercising the amount of our faith. I'm not going there, folks. That's called tempting the Lord, in my opinion. But I'm here to tell you in the spiritual realm, I'm telling you, you can stand up. You can say, I got my foot on the rock and my mind's made up. We're not going to let the doctrine be squeezed out of our home, out of our church. We're going to allow the Lord to have his way. And I'm going to tell you something, folks. You're going to find strength. You're going to find some power like you never have. Jesus said, you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost come upon you. Amen. I'm telling you, folks, this is part of the witnessing protection program. Amen. This is what God told us he would do. Amen. He said he would confirm his word with signs following. But folks, we got spirits out there. We got things that would like to try to, you know, camouflage itself in our lives as somebody doing good things or somebody being a good citizen. And listen, I'm not against any of that. Don't you misunderstand what I'm saying here, folks. But there's the real deal. There is somebody called Jesus Christ. There's someone, something called a Calvary's cross. There's something called the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed for every person in this world in the name of Jesus. And this is the thing that God wants to begin to get back into our lives. You see, one of the characteristics of that time is that those spirits or that Antichrist spirit, and that's exactly what that is in the seventh chapter of the book of Daniel. That's exactly what that is. Folks, that isn't communism. That is the Antichrist. And of course, you and I, we've been hearing about this. We've been studying about it. We've been, you know, uh, we've, we've seen all kinds of things. And folks, we'd be a fool to say that this stuff isn't prevalent in our world. But I'm here to tell you that, that any person who has repented of their sins and been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of those sins and then has received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, I'm telling you, you are a powerful person on this earth. That is not room for arrogance, but that is the truth in Jesus' name. And I'm believing tonight God's going to help us to uncover the camouflage. Because that's one of the things I read about a python. I don't think everyone, I, 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 and again, I'm not delving into depths on snakes. But this one really intrigued me. And I thought to myself, God, yes, there are some characteristic spirits out there that are good at camouflaging themselves. And I believe tonight, I believe right here in this place tonight, because of your faithfulness, those of you that are online, you can get the same thing. I believe that God is going to give you a double portion of discernment. I believe that now you, you don't have to go hunting for them. I'm just telling you as, you, as you go through your daily living this week, I believe that the Lord is going to begin to start revealing these things to you. He's going to begin to start showing you. Listen, folks, one of the leading trump cards of the, I shouldn't have said that, one of the leading <laughs> major cards of, of, the, um, uh, of the devil is deception. 
That's what he does. He deceives people. And that's one of the things, praise God, that I think will be prevalent around a, a python type of a spirit. It's not interested in just squeezing the life out of you. It wants to deceive you, praise God, into thinking that everything is okay, when in realistic terms it isn't. And I'm, again, I'm not talking about pushing the panic button, but I am talking about, hey, let's do something about this. Come on, some of you need to go back to your homes tonight, and you need to take authority in that home in yeah. Jesus' name. Now, come on, that's what I do in this church many times every week. And I'm not doing that to advertise myself. I'm doing that because that is a direct mandate from God that God gave me years ago. He said, you need to pray, praise God. You need to pray and you need to have a covering with my help and with my spirit. We, you can have a covering over this city and over this church. And that's what I am very diligent about. But you must understand, praise God, sometimes that old camouflage will come. And maybe some other things will look important or some other things will, will seem like they're, they're, that's what I should do when, when, when God says, no, you recognize that. You've heard me say, I think most of you, almost probably every one of you have said, that I don't know if the devil would ever come to me or one of his, his demonic personnel. I don't think they would come to me and say, don't pray. I don't think they would do that. But I think they would come to me and say, well, hey, well, let's do that tomorrow. Let's do that later. And pretty soon, folks, we find ourselves 9, 10 o'clock at night, and we're exhausted. And I believe it's time for the church of the living God to begin to wake up and to realize, praise God, we have these things in our midst, praise God. And they're designed, literally, folks, in my opinion, this is my opinion, and I don't think this is their only only. Uh, thing that they're doing, but I think one of the things that they're designed to do is to wear us out, is to get us frustrated. That's why if you're working in a ministry right now, if you're in, involved in, in outreach and you're teaching Bible studies and things like that, I especially want to pray for you tonight because I believe in those realms there's a lot of this kind of stuff that is hidden. And again, I'm not saying we should become, we should get the, the gift of suspicion and that type of thing. But what I am saying, praise God, we should be aware of what we're dealing with in Jesus' name. And I believe that God is going to do that tonight. God is going to anoint you, praise God, with absolute, praise God, discernment in Jesus' name. And man, I expect that to make the big difference in Jesus' name, praise God. I want you to stand with me tonight. I told you I wasn't going to go very long. But we're going to pray, and we're going to believe God. And I want you to think about this, praise God. In fact, I tell you what I'm going to do. If you're really serious about that, I want you to come down to this altar. Come on, let's, let's, let's bind together. I believe God is here in a powerful way. And I've tried to be very kind. I, was, I, I know we have some young children here, and I, I certainly do not want to give them you know, uh, nightmares. That's not what I'm talking about. But mom, dad, that's good. You brought them down here. You grab their hand. You pray with them in Jesus' name. And I'll tell you what, folks, we're going to pray specifically that God will give us, praise God, a sharper discernment in Jesus' name. What do you say? Let's lift up our hands right now. Come on. Lord God, you told us to ask and you shall receive. You told us to seek and we would find. You told us to knock and it would be open unto us. Lord God, right now, in the name of Jesus, I am believing you. 
I'm believing you right now, specifically, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, to, get, to help us with this gift of discernment. In the name of Jesus. Strengthen them, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. Let every person here sense this. Receive this. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Praise God. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Right.